This is for audio. Yep. Excuse me. Give, uh, can everyone hear me? Is this on? Not yet. Let me, let me double check. Yeah, it works when you're not muted, I guess. There we go. <clears throat> All right. I don't know if my, eye, uh, my, my wife's allergies are getting to her uh, or if it was the prayer, but thank you, Josh. Uh, so as Josh said, uh, we're going to continue in our, uh, our study of what is the mission of this church. Uh, and for right now, we're going to be focusing on evangelism and how our deeds uh, impact evangelism. Uh, so we will get to how our words also impact evangelism, and I will, I will touch on that as well. Uh, so to start with, Colossians chapter 3. In whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Uh, I'm going to pray real quick. Uh, Father, thank you for today. Thank you uh, for your message of the good news of Jesus Christ and His kingdom and rule and reign. Lord, I ask that uh, that message be preached today and that uh, your word goes forth and spurs us on to good works and deeds. Uh, Amen. So, what is evangelism? I, I, uh, I guess you've got to start with that first question, because if you don't know what evangelism is, it's kind of hard to do it, right? Uh, so evangelism is basically an announcement of the gospel, of the good news of Jesus Christ. The good news of the kingdom of Christ, that through his sacrifice on the cross and resurrection, we can have peace with God. Uh, this is the hope we have. Uh, we put our faith in it, and we live our lives accordingly. So what does that look like? Uh, Josh touched on adoption, and uh, I wasn't going to touch on it. I knew that's why he, uh, he, he picked me for today, but I don't like to talk about myself. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> but look around, and, and you'll see families in here that have opened up their homes, uh, not just adoption, but through fostering, uh, and also just by babysitting, because, uh, I don't know, my mother-in-law's not here today. She's, she's with Avery, but... Uh, We've got five kids right now, so God bless her for when she watches them. Uh, so, we proclaim the good news and we live it out. Uh, we live our lives like we believe that the good news is true. Uh, one thing I will hit on is the gospel uh, at an individual level. That, that Jesus died for our sins on the cross, uh, was raised from the dead, uh, and that if we have faith and put our trust in that, we also have our sins forgiven through that sacrifice, and we will be raised to life. Uh, so we must tell people that. Romans 1 tells us, uh, Paul says, that I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is, a power for, it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. Uh, Romans 10, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him whom they have not heard? How are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? It is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. So we tell people the good news. And uh, next week, I think it's Josh, we'll preach on how our words uh, in evangelism and how we do that. Uh, for now, we'll, we'll touch on deeds. Um, so we must, must proclaim. We must tell people. Uh, it is it's through the proclamation of the good news, people are brought to repentance and faith in Christ uh, and by the Spirit. Uh, 
So we proclaim the gospel. We live our lives accordingly. Uh, during my studies, um, I usually don't like to use analogies, especially with the Trinity, because you get into heresy really quick. Uh, but one, one analogy I did find on evangelism is, is, was described as like a bird. Uh, so you've got the gospel at the center. Uh, you, you, you tell people the gospel, and you live the gospel uh, through your actions. So we'll kind of go through how we, how we do that. <clears throat> so, to evangelize through our deeds, we prepare through discipline. Romans, Paul says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. So we discipline our bodies. Uh, In Psalm 119, I would have put it all in here, but I felt like that was going to be way too much. Because if you read Psalm 119, I think it is the longest psalm in the Bible. So I took a portion of it for you guys. How do we prepare through discipline? How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart. That I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I declare all the rules of your mouth. In the way of your testimonies I delight. As much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts. And fix my eyes on your ways. I will delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word. So, we store up the word in our heart, and that takes study and discipline. Uh, it takes opening your Bible daily, uh, which I also fail sometimes. So don't don't uh, don't just like oh Reese is doing a great job. No, I also fail. So uh, we fail together, and uh, we succeed succeed together, and we spur each other on. So. Another way we prepare, uh, we kill our sin, uh, not just inv- individually, but also we, uh, we hold each other accountable. Um, uh, if you see sin in your brother's life or your sister's life, you help them get over it. You don't just let them continue in it. So, Colossians, when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. We're waiting, We're waiting. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature. Sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. So we kill our sin that way. Paul says in Corinthians, I'm writing to you that you must not associate with anyone who calls himself a brother, but is sexually immoral or greedy, and an idolater or a slanderer, a drunkard or a swindler. With such a man do not even eat. What business it is of mine to judge those outside the church? Are you not to judge those inside? God will judge those outside. Expel the wicked man from among you. So, none with dogs, you get fleas. Uh, you expel, where, where's Keith? You expel the lutes, right, from among you? He must be on security because I don't see him. <laughs> Again, Paul in Romans. And do this, understanding the present time. The hour has come for you to wake up from your slumber. Because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over, the day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in daytime. Not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality or debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. The acts of the sinful nature are obvious. 
Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and evil. Uh, Paul says, I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. Faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So we put to death our sin, uh, and that takes discipline. You won't put to death your sin by accident. Uh, So make it a priority and work on it. And have uh, a brother or sister help you with that. So, like I said, it is not an accident to put to death your own sin. Also not an accident is prayer. Paul tells us to continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. That is through prayer and study of the word that we can prepare ourselves. Uh, Those of you that are married, it's, uh, it's hard to know your wife if you don't talk to her. It's hard to know your husband if you don't talk to him. It's hard to know God if you don't talk to him. Uh, Paul says, likewise, the spirit helps us in our weakness. So when you open up the Bible and pray, or just when you sit down, or when you hit a low point and you pray and you don't know what to pray, God knows God knows what you need before you say it. We do not know what to pray as we ought, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. So the Spirit who is indwelled within us knows what we need, will help us in our weakness. Our Lord Jesus prayed the Lord's Prayer. He taught us how to pray. So if you don't know how to pray, it's very simple. Jesus told us the way. He said, when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, that they may be seen by others. Truly I say to you that you that they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. When you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Pray like this then. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts. And we also have forgiven our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Our Lord taught us to pray for the kingdom. Uh, I feel like sometimes we pray that prayer, we rush through it. Most of us probably have it memorized. Um, Sometimes you've got to slow down and read the words and and, and let them soak in. Uh, It says that your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That is where our deeds and evangelism come into play. Uh, It is through the actions of Christians, uh, of of Christ's bride, this church, uh, that God's will is done in the earth. And not to say that it is through our strength, but it is still through God. He uses the Spirit uh, to glorify Himself through the actions of the church. So, His will is done. We pray for it to be done on this earth as it is in heaven. So, 
now that we've prepared, what else can we do? Uh, as Ryan may talk about later, and I'm sure he's, he's very excited. If you guys know Ryan, uh, they've been coming to a church for a while now. They've joined our church. Uh, we suckered him in to come into our home group. Uh, so he, uh, he's going to come up here and, and talk about that a bit. Definitely did not lie to him. We just said, do you want to come eat dinner? And they came. And so did the rest of the group. So, how can we help? How can we uh, evangelize through our deeds? Well, we, we fellowship. Uh, Paul's letter to Hebrews says, let us, not hold, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. For he who promised is faithful. Which is awesome. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. So, a lot of times we, we apply that to, to, to this church gathering, as we should. Sorry. Uh, we apply that to this gathering right here, uh, as we should. Uh, we should not neglect the meeting, as is the habit of some. Uh, but also, I would apply that to our home groups. Um, through the fellowship that I've had with believers in this church, I have been strengthened uh, in my walk with the Lord, and I hope I have helped others do the same. So, Also, we follow. So, we prepare, we evangelize, uh, we fellowship, and we follow. Ephesians. Be imitators of God, therefore, as dearly loved children... Live a life just as Christ loved us and gave us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But among you, there must not be a hint of sexual immorality or any kind of impurity or greed, because these are improper for God's holy people. We talked about putting our sin to death to kill it, uh, to be intentional about it. For this, you can be sure no moral, impure, or greedy person, such a man as an idolater. Uh, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. So, we follow. We be imitators of God. We follow in the footsteps of our Lord. We spur each other on towards the good works, towards deeds. Uh, we live our lives in a way that shows people, that shows mainly the world, that we believe the gospel. We believe in Christ's kingdom. We believe that it is true. And we're going to live our lives that way. Because uh, sometimes, yes, we tell people the gospel. We tell people to repent of their sin, to trust in Jesus, and that they will be forgiven if they do that. If they put their faith in Christ, they will receive forgiveness. Uh, but if you see a brother without a cloak, and you have two, and you don't give it, do you believe that message? Uh, so, we follow in the footsteps of Christ. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us by his grace, give us eternal encouragement and good hope. Encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. So, it's almost like we've got deeds to do. Paul keeps talking about how we should be strengthened in those good deeds. John, same thing. By this, we, we know... <laughs> By this we know love that he laid his life for he laid his life down for us and we ought to lay our lives down for our brothers what a reminder on memorial day 
But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's true? How does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and truth. Uh, as I said, we see our neighbor in need, and we move, we pass along the other side of the road. We don't love. We love not in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. Philippians, only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you, or this is Paul talking to to Philippi, uh, so whether I come and see you or I am absent, I may hear that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one mind striving side by side for the faith of the gospel, and not frightened in anything by your opponents. This is a clear sign of them, of their destruction, but of, of your salvation and that from God. So they had a little harder time than we did. And Paul encouraged them to live their lives worthy of the gospel. Again, in Romans, we hit in Romans a lot today. Um, We who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up. For Christ did not please please himself. But as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. For whatever was written in the former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus, that together with you, with one voice, glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. So I encourage you to continue along the path, spur one another on, uh, kill your sin, study, pray, uh, and, and do your good deeds. God has planned them for you, and you can do them. You are the light of the world. Uh, this, is, this is Jesus talking. Well, this is Jesus' words. This is not Jesus talking. The Sermon on the Mount, a picture of how we are to live in this age. And if you if you haven't read it in a while, read it again. Jesus gives him uh, how we're supposed to live in this age. So, you are light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand. And it gives light to all in your house. In the same way, let your light shine before others. So that they might see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Again, we live our lives so that those who don't believe, uh, who haven't heard the message, can see that we do believe. By our actions, uh, they know that the kingdom of God is real and that he is working in our midst. I have no idea how I'm doing on time. I'd probably be a short one today. I'm only 20 minutes in. So Jesus, after he was buried and raised from the dead, uh, he came back to his disciples and told them this. All authority in heaven and on the earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you 
always to the end of the age. Jesus has all authority uh, in heaven and on the earth. Uh, and he tells us to go. Or as we go, we make disciples. We baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we teach people to observe his commandments. It is not through the observance of the commandments that we made right with God. It is through our faith uh, and the finished work of Christ. But we do not forsake God's commandments. How else are we to help our neighbor? Or how do we define helping our neighbor? And we hear a lot of like, social justice calls, or maybe that's past now. Uh, but the, all, uh, the ultimate social justice is found in God's law. Jesus tells us to observe what he's commanded. Well, what's the greatest commandment? To love God and to love your neighbor. There's those deeds. To love your neighbor. Uh, we preach the gospel to our neighbors, the good news. Because it is good news. Uh, we should be excited and, and uh, for the day to come. Uh, but also, we should be pleased with what God has given us now. And he's given us this church. And by church, it's also this building. Uh, these people. Uh, I love to come here Sunday and just see all the faces. Uh, and uh, that in itself spurs me on. Yeah. Uh, so, lastly, as we prepare for our evangelism uh, and, and the work that we do, we talked about prayer, killing your sin, uh, studying the word, we fellowship, uh, we follow be imitators of God. We also look forward uh, to the day when the kingdom will fully be seen. Uh, we see it now uh, in the works of, of, of God's Spirit working in our midst. We see it uh, in, in the people of, of the church and how we treat one another and also how we treat unbelievers. Uh, also, we look forward to the day. I, I uh, struggled to find... What to say on this 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 end? Uh, Stony almost read your favorite psalm. Yeah, lost him. He may be teaching. There he is. I almost read Stony's favorite psalm, uh, and and which is glorious. We will feast with Christ. Um, communion. We talked about how how Christ would not eat or, eat, uh, eat or drink through the vine until that day when it's new in the kingdom. Um, so yeah, I look forward to that day when I get to sit beside uh, my risen Savior and, and eat with Him. Because it's like, who doesn't love a, a good feast, you know? Um, but ultimately, uh, I decided on John 17. Uh, I sat on the beach yesterday, which it was Call Lake, so not as nice as Florida. Um, but like, I, I held sand in my hands and was sinking, and I'm like. God promised Abraham that his descendants would uh, be numerous as the stars, as the sand of the sea. Uh, and we'll get to see those descendants one day. We'll get to see our brothers and sisters who've gone to be with the Lord. Uh, our fathers, our mothers, our children. Uh, not personally me, but um, that death does not have the final victory. Uh, that God's kingdom uh, will reign forever and ever and ever. Death is swallowed up. Jesus has the victory, uh, and so we live our lives uh, like we believe that. Uh, so I listened to John 17 this morning, and I'll close with it. Jesus prayed to his Father, 
He says, but now I am coming. This is before the cross. But now I am coming to you and these things I speak in the world that they might have joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in your truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake I consecrate myself, that they may also be sanctified in truth. I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. That's you and me. Uh, That they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me, and I in you. That they also may be in us, so so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one, as we are one. I in them, and you in me. That they may be perfectly one, so that the world may know that you have sent me, and love them even as you loved me. Uh, those are the words of Jesus, that we be with him and in him as one. Uh, and I don't, preaching over evangelism and these, I don't want to come across as like, you follow these rules, you keep these commandments and weigh a burden on you. Uh, that burden was bore on the cross uh, in Calvary. Uh, so if you feel like I've put a burden on you, Ask, ask the Lord uh, to take it from you. Because it's not through our, uh, our actions that we're justified. It's through the finished work of the cross. And all you've got to do is believe that, to trust in it, to have faith. So, uh, yes, we take up our cross and bear it. But that burden, uh, the ultimate burden, was borne by Christ. So, if you would, bow your heads and we will pray. Father, strengthen us. Lord, uh, the burdens that, uh, that we bear ultimately have been borne by you in Calvary. So God, we just ask that uh, you help us to, to be diligent in our study of your word. And God, be diligent in the deeds we do. Lord, let, us, let, us, uh, let the Spirit indwell us and strengthen us for every good work that you've prepared beforehand. God, through our deeds... Through this church, these people in this room, God, the kingdom of God is made known. Uh, So, Lord, I ask that you help each and every person in this church strengthen one another. Uh, Spur each other on. God, if they they say, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I can evangelize or do deeds. I don't know enough. Lord, let others spur them on. They believe that Jesus Christ died for their sins was raised from the raised from the dead and is coming back that's enough uh, so god let us love you and let us love our neighbor through our actions let us live lives worthy of the gospel in jesus name